Coming to you live on the interwebs on Wednesday, the 22nd of November 2023. I am your host for tonight. Today it's 11 p.m. here, it's 10 a.m. over in the east. Uh, my name is Aaron, and today we've got Junmi, Beth, Robert, Carl, and Andy. Welcome, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. And boy, what a week it's been right. in AI. Right. Woohoo! <laughs> it's like wow like since friday things are going crazy <laughs> you know the whole open ai thing has exploded everybody's talking about it I, I love reading some of the comments on um twitter in particular uh people saying i don't want to go to sleep something's going to change in the next five minutes and i'm going to miss out <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think that's that's going to probably be a decent chunk of our conversation. But uh, there was other things that happened in the uh, the news this week. But um, why don't one of you guys jump in and start by telling us a little bit about the what's going on in today at this very minute in the OpenAI saga. Who wants to take that, tackle that one? Uh, I've got a couple of stories. Um, so the the two big ones that uh, I wanted to highlight were uh, number one, Stability AI released that they're getting into the text to video side of things as well and releasing their uh, their model. Uh, some of the things that uh, they put on their demo page looks pretty good. Um, they already were doing comparisons for Runway uh, and Pika, uh, and so it looks like. Um, it uh, looks like they'll be getting into that that market as well. Uh, anywhere from, I think it was uh, 14 frames to 25 frames. Uh, so anyone interested in, in generating AI video, uh, that might pique your interest. The second one, similarly, is the, um, the Singapore University. Uh, their, uh, their research, uh, one of their research uh, groups, um, announced what they're calling uh, DERFA, which is a uh, AI-based program that takes a audio clip and a single photo of you and turns it into a emotive avatar. So they found a way to uh, analyze the audio uh, from their uh, their two models, their audio model and uh, their facial expression model, and tie them together. So they can take a single photo, map it, and have you speaking naturally and look like you're speaking naturally, whatever that, that audio clip is. So those are the two big ones that uh, I have today. Uh, anybody else? So those are, those are Sorry. demos, right? Not uh, they're not their announcement of technology, but yes, really these are both technology. announcements. They're not, uh, yeah, use it today kind of things. Yeah. There is a wait list for the stability AI. AI so, uh, I mean, I hopped on there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what their turnaround is. They didn't seem to make any promises on that. Yeah. One thing I will say, having only like Jimmy told me about Derfo like five minutes before we went live and I quickly jumped over and had a look at it and because I'm the AI video guy and they had a picture of a Singaporean um, student or professor and they matched it up with a, uh, Barack Obama's voice and it is incredibly lifelike looking about the, the way his face moved. Mm. Um, you know, I'm used to using HeyGen's picture to voice um, option or talking photo option. 
it is a lot years ahead of that. So very interesting technology. Anyway, sorry about that. Who's next? I have a, a, a real deep uh, technical thing to add here. Uh, there's an organization called the Large Model Systems Organization, which released a, a, a report on a new process that will dramatically accelerate the generation that's done by LLMs. So right now, the, the LLMs typically use for sort of text prediction, they use something called autoregressive decoding. I don't understand that, but ask ChatGPT. <laughs> but it basically <laughs> describes how in predicting the next word, it does this in a serial sequential fashion. Well, this, uh, this group, the Large Model Systems Organization, came up with a method that does this in parallel so that it, you know, it, it doesn't do it, it, it can't get way too far ahead of it with these parallel wow. paths, but somehow their methodology is looking at more than a 2x uh, improvement in latency and speed to generation. So just with a change to the algorithm, basically. Wow. So that's big. Uh, that's big. And that's big for businesses because uh, potentially that that is cost savings that gets passed on to you and, uh, and information uh, and generating um, AI generation then gets cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Um, uh, and thank you, Adrian, for, uh, hanging with us. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, for those of you who are waiting for the open AIT, we will get to it. We just <laughs> don't know that that will take the rest of the show. I want to make like sure that the other here. news gets five seconds before we just talk yep. about open so, AI. I have a couple of, uh, non open AI news. And honestly, I just, I just now read the new update. So I guess I'm a little behind, uh, as of. 1 a.m. last night, so I just posted that in the private chat. Anyway, um, I, you know, every once in a while, I'll come across things that are not really mainstream interesting, but interesting to me, so maybe people listening to this are in the same boat. Um, Goliath 120B, it's a it's a new language model open source that was um, launched, and they basically are sandwiching together two Llama 2 models. Supposedly, it's doing pretty good. That's one thing I, I thought I'd bring up. Uh, and of course, I follow the Hugging Face leaderboard and kind of watch what's coming and going. And in geese, which is why, why I, I think it's mm -hmm. a Chinese language model. Right now, it's it's kind of pushing the top of the uh, the scoring in the language models. And why that's important for people who are listening is because recently, when all this debacle came out with OpenAI, everybody's like, "Well, crap! Is is my GPT API uh, going to be yeah. down? And am I going to have to reap?" pivot and so and i was telling people the genies out of the bottle you know language models and transformer architecture is being you know mainstreamed or there's tons of companies doing it so at this point even if you had to pivot to another model that's as good as 3.5 or 3 don't forget a year ago we were blown away by gpt3 so i think we're okay even if maybe if there's never ever again a gpt4 there's enough open source models out there to make up the difference and and pick mm -hmm. up where we left off. They might be a little bit behind, but they're going to catch up, I think, in my opinion. So right. I had to follow those leaderboards and follow the ones out there like E and Mistral and Orca and all that kind of stuff. But another thing I, I wanted to mention was uh, OpenGPT from Langchain. It's another thing that is uh, mm -hmm. open source in nature, and I'll push that into the uh, comments for those who want to look at it. But um, it's basically agents in a different way. Uh, so... 
those yeah. people. Hey, wanted. Robert, you mentioned Orca. Orca yep. is a, a language model that uh, Microsoft Research built, right? And uh, I, I, the news is that Orca 2 was just released by uh, Microsoft Research, and it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's able to accomplish reasoning, one of the more advanced capabilities of, of you know, large language models, mm -hmm. with a much smaller model. Uh, so it's, it's yes. advancing the capabilities of reasoning mm. and instruction mm. following. You can give it a very general instruction and it can go through its own reasoning process to figure out how to accomplish your objective. And that's that's the beauty of this, like what you said. Yeah, it's so hard to follow all the papers that there's so many papers going out there using different technologies to do more with less stuff. So that's why I'm, I'm fully expecting, just like the whole thing about – I'm pivoting here, but the whole thing about battery operated cars and the inefficiency of those batteries. I, I'm a firm believer. They're just, the scientists are going to find ways to make those batteries smaller, more efficient, blah, blah, blah. Right. Same thing for language models. They're going to figure out ways to make them work with less. So they'll be fitting on our phones. That's the end yep. goal. Right. So I love that there's technologies out there and they're constantly being used, but hopefully unlike peer-reviewed medical papers, if anybody's familiar with the medical industry, if you saw a, a groundbreaking paper in Scientific America, some medical journal or whatever, it'll take 10 years before you see that in your doctor's office, I'm told, okay, from mm -hmm. people in the science. I hope that's not the case for <laughs> language models and their papers. Hopefully, obviously, there's a lot less red tape right now, right now <laughs> for that, but um, hopefully we'll see those, those papers and those optimizations you're speaking of, Andy, go to market faster. Okay, that's my two cents. Anyone want to uh, chip in on our friends at Anthropic? They've had some. I, I did. Yeah, that was that was the two that I wanted to put in and mm -hmm. a joke. So the the two was the the mm -hmm. release by Anthropic. You've got Claude two point one, two hundred k context window, and then you also have, according to them, two times less hallucinations. Although that yeah. probably has to be tested out. Um, and then, so, but what's interesting too, even with everything that went on, there's still a lot of, you still, it's very hard to get the API. So, mm -hmm. no, and right. unless you have an enterprise account, which they'll give it to you pretty quick, but if it's not, if you don't, so for example, like I have Claude to chat from my personal account and mm -hmm. I applied at the same time for the API, couldn't get it. I haven't gotten it and that's months. There's a workaround. You can use Respell to get the API from. Android. You could. Mm -hmm. You could. I or have open the, router. But Sorry. I got yeah. I I got the actual API from Anthropic. Personally. Within yeah for two not personally with my business account. So uh, in my business right. account, I have the API. But with my personal account, I just have chat. So right. It's a it's an interesting kind of thing, and I, I actually can't get chat for my business account because they closed the loophole in Canada for getting it in Canada. So I don't know how I did that, but I, I got that. Um, wow. Before we get the API, that's odd they give you a Canadian an API, but not yeah. the chat. Which so, is fascinating. It's like, oh, fantastic. I'll, I'll take it. The, wow. um, so, well, can you and just you can't... explain to people watching what is the implication of this 200k token context window? Um, just in case anyone uh, doesn't really know what that means in real time. I have a, I have a great, I have a great thing for that. If anybody wants to, well, you know that ChatGPT Turbo got 100. Like, so let's move back a little bit. Claude, when it came out, they initially had a 100k context window. That was the largest context window 
out of all the large language models where that was amazing that a lot of people could use it because you can put 100k what is that 1.2 words um like so it's like one character or one token is equivalent to 1.2 words no. Yeah, so look look at the screen there, Carl, because this is a perfect visualization of what you're talking about. This is what yeah, this exactly. is, yeah, this is the tokenizer that you can go to OpenAI and just do it. And if you look at every one of those colors, that's a different token. So some words are, use more than one token, some words use a whole token. So in the context of what two hundred thousand tokens mean, this is kind of giving you a visualization of what that is. So, but you do have to remember that. Just because you've got 200,000 tokens doesn't necessarily mean the entire 200 tokens is going to be accurately retrieved or accurately read. Mm -hmm. From the right. last time, I think it was like for ChatGPT, it was better at the bottom, but for Claude, it's better at the top. So, which means opposite. like it, uh, or opposite. opposite, yeah. And the middle is where we're getting a life. So you give him a big so paper. It's not getting the middle of the book or the middle of the paper. Yeah. Right. So like, I think it's like if you upload, like how many books is that? 30 books, 50 books, however many books that is. If you upload it as a file or into Claude as like text, um, that is that amount. It, it may not read that huge middle part. So, and I've yet to, I don't know about you. I haven't ever used a full two like i don't know when i would ever use a 200k input or, yeah. or whether it would be advisable because i would think be, in yeah, general it's be. true that the more you load into the working memory of of the uh, llm the the just like with us if you just overtax the system with too much it will start to degrade some of your capabilities. For sure. And I think that's true for the LLMs as well. Right. So what they said was two times fewer hallucinations, right? Mm -hmm. Which, which uh, is, isn't really giving you a ton of information about how many hallucinations how there were before, <laughs> right? Like, I mean... Um, is it the same uh, but, as half as many? I, I, I was just I was just thinking, wouldn't it just been better to to tout that feature or that ability as half? Because that sounds like less than two times less. Yeah. But also I think half as many immediately brings up like so was, so how many are there? Well right? no, how many how many like was your was your large language model hallucinating two times that amount before this? Right. And like, what did that mean? Right. So that, that's right. kind of the, the funny so there's, thing. So yeah. there's someone in the open AI exchange who, um, who put together, and I'm sorry, I don't have that. Open product, AI exchange? I, Woody, Woody Taylor. <laughs> the AI exchange. Sorry. I was up way too right. late last night. Um, uh, the AI exchange. The AI exchange. There's someone in the AI exchange whose name I'm not being able to pull up right now, but I will try. Woody, Woody Taylor. Uh, who ran the needle in the haystack um, mm -hmm. uh, in the big context window and um, against like the two times fewer compared to uh, ChatGPT uh, was like still way, way, way more than ChatGPT. 
That and that is mm. yes, that is quantifiable st statistical language. Yes. <laughs> um, so yes. Um, uh, yeah, Claude's to Claude's fewer is still significantly more than ChatGPT's regular rate of hallucination right, over right. a long. Which, I think that paper we talked about last week that I posted the article said it's about four percent hallucination with GPT, and then Anthropic's like six, I think, or. It's 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 a little bit worse, but it's not. It's still better than Llama, which was like fifteen percent, I believe. Um, There's one more news that I want to put out, and it it it's it's kind of under the radar, but I think it's really important. It's because of their strategy. So mm. uh, Amazon released their AWS education, oh. uh, which was pretty big because they are banking not on from an AI perspective, not being the like providing an LM, like they have one, but their goal was similar to what happened with Amazon cloud where, and I, this is straight from Amazon. They want to be the leaders in education, which mm. tr usually translate. Hey, if we educate the market the best, then <laughs> we get the, well, they have a long way ahead of them, Carl. Yeah. I hate them as much as you hate uh, Google. <laughs> because I've been on, I've been on probably three or four of their Gen AI, you know. Oh, it's I'm like yeah, it's, it's painful. It's, it is. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. like, first yeah. off, I mean, no offense to foreigners, but I can't understand what they're saying. Number one and number two, yeah. it's very basic. They don't. Like they don't talk about. It's just it, it's just very slow and very un untechnical. You think that these people are really smart, they'd be more technical, and it's very basic. And they're trying to use tools, and they make these these huge claims about the they're doing something that OpenAI has been doing for eight months. It's like it's it's very not impressive. Anyway, so but that's yeah. Amazon's model, right? Like that, I mean, that that's been Amazon's, Amazon's model. model the whole time. It isn't yeah. that they're like the best at doing the thing. They're just the persistent at doing the thing and you then every part of your life with something right and, and, and they make it we definitely need to jump to the sure. topic yeah. of van because we have 10 minutes yeah. left of of open yeah. eye so mm -hmm. for those who don't know sam's back spoiler what? alert yeah. he's, back. <laughs> he's back in charge <laughs> well not charge but they're working I, I just posted a um i'll post it to the uh, private chat uh or the sorry the group chat it's the new article from Verge that kind of um, uh, shares mm -hmm. that uh, story. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? Uh, I think that uh, this is a fantastic, uh, nice little bow to put on the crazy story for the last, uh, was it four or five days? It's not even um, been a week yet. Dang, yeah, wow. it hasn't been a week. Fast. And they wrap it all up before the holidays. Well, U.S. <laughs> holidays anyways. Um, and, uh, now everything's going to be better than it was. And Microsoft came out, uh, uh, this whole experience on top. They got a 2% bump in, uh, in yeah, stock price and they're the good guys. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, uh, this, this is makes, makes for a great, uh, a great way to, uh, you know, just juice the numbers before before the end of the year. That's a good yes, point. But, but I, I okay, so if you read, I posted another article. There's an article in New York Times yeah. that does a really good job of giving the history and what's ha obviously happened behind the scenes that we don't know about. There's been a strife happening at OpenAI about 
alignment or other things. And so you say it's it's a good thing. Well, let's let's look back, and this could be the um, uh, Cyberdyne Systems type of thing. Like this could be oh, the, the, the linchpin of Who's when Miles Dyson. <laughs> Who's yep. that? Miles Dyson. Okay, for those well, of us exactly. who don't know what Cyberdyne Systems is. It's Terminator. Oh, it's all over yeah, again. But the Terminator point series, is that yeah. when, you, you. when you have a branch like this where basically they ousted the people that were trying to go one direction. The board was like, stop it. You're lying to us. You're not being truthful. You're We're arguing about alignment. He wants to go this way and they want to go this way. And because everybody likes him and he's a good pitch man, all of his employees and everybody's going with him. And so now he was forcing out this other opinion, basically. And mm -hmm. for good or bad, I don't know. But now that part, that part of the board is gone and the new board is in that will do what he says. It's like a, what's it called? A puppet army or a, <laughs> a, puppet, yeah, puppet, master. a puppet, puppet leadership, whatever. Uh, it's, it's, it's not really, they don't have any power because if he, if he doesn't like it, he's going to do the same thing. And, Get them out. I don't, I don't, I think there's a lot of causality, uh, in those, in that summary that, um, that I'm not sure, uh, we can, we can say definitively. Well, I mean, the um, article in New York Times does do a really good job explaining there's a lot of behind the scenes back and forth yes. that was, that was happening. And so my point is that because they, they got ousted in, in order to get him back. Because that was the push, and that was you know to keep keep open AI, for, you know doing what it can do. That is can be scary. It could be a uh, it could be that we're going down a path now that's much more about alignment and much more about AGI. Mm -hmm. uh, you well, one thing that <clears throat> going forward, I think, and and Robert touched on this is we're like you know safety considerations. And and where, you know, people were looking at that, and the some of the board members were concerned. You know that the acceleration from OpenAI, like they're gonna hit that pedal like fast. There's not, I, it, I, in my opinion, it's like, yes, the board no longer is my, like my barrier, even though they'll say, you know, there's higher safety. Sure, I'll just report to them more. I'll just tell them that I'm going faster. That's how I see it. It's like. I'm going to go even faster. I'll just tell you that I'm going faster, but I'm just going to go faster. And I feel yeah, like okay. so you're saying like the leash is off, the chains are off. Yes. Just I, I full, full sprint like, into yeah. the crazy wild west. Yes. yes. <laughs> right, right. And, and <clears throat> I think what's to me, what was lost in this was that, yes, there was divisions and whatnot, but it's funny that it's like, they're all fighting about AGI and all, everything in the news was AGI. I don't know if everyone like really understands the gravity of, hey, they are pushing towards artificial general intelligence. Like that is a really big thing, which means like that accelerator to AGI is like, oh, can it happen the next decade? Yes. I think it's going to be faster than that. Now it's going to be even faster. And I think this kicks off yep. even a higher arms race because let's say Sam was ousted it would have effectively done a little bit of a pause because they would have, even if OpenAI employees went to Microsoft and, you know, it would have been, it would have had time to, to build that up. And then OpenAI would have had to hire employees and do all that stuff. Now all the infrastructure is in place. All the employees are 
loving Sam and everybody like wants to go because they're now more unified. Think of that. Sam is Oppenheimer. Okay. Yes. It's 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 a it's a full mm. press. I don't see we're gonna in, be in for a wilder ride than we have the past year. Okay, so it, it has always been a full press. Um, I suggest people uh, for a little bit more of the background of the documents go and listen to the marketing AI show, um, which uh, Paul Reitzer, it was not their plan, but this happened. Um, and he just went through and did sort of like a journalism, like, okay, so these are the, these are the documents. This is like what the, um, what the agreement is um, with the nonprofit structure and the way that it interacts with the corporate structure, um, which is the profit building. One of the things in that document is that when AGI gets achieved, all of the um, profit and corporate and all of that stuff, um, like Microsoft doesn't get access to AGI. Nobody, none of the investors get access to AGI. AGI, once it is achieved, is to the benefit of humanity. That is the mission. So the... Um, and that I think played a large part in why like Microsoft was a nice holding station, but people were like, mm, mm -mm, we can't like do AGI under Microsoft because that was like but, but, completely don't you against think, though, the mission. Changed now though, like mm. not saying it could have, but I'm like, wouldn't now everything that I've seen from interviews with Sam by himself, his, his the the reason why like GPT 3.5 came out and not really necessarily with four was they wanted to get this technology into the hands of everybody as fast as they can, rather than trying to hold it and test it with everybody else. That right. was his always point. So I was like, <clears throat> we want to get this technology into the hands of the users. And, you know, I, I was always talking about, Oh, we need more education. But then when I read about what he was looking at, he says, it's not our job to do it. Like we'll provide some guidance, but it's for the market. It's for the people to use it the way they use it. Like we, we aren't the ones educating them how to use it. They'll figure out how to use it. And that kind of was like a big revelation for me. Like I didn't really think about it until like, oh, that's what he's actually trying to do is get it into our hands faster so we could figure it out. Rather this reminds me of a great what? quote from Real Genius, one of my favorite movies, when they're building the laser and they're like, all these kids are building the laser and he's like, well, maybe they already have a, a purpose for it. You ever thought about <clears> that? <throat> it's like, what do you mean? He's like, maybe they already have a reason for using this laser and it was to kill people from space. It was a great storyline. So this is the thing is I, I don't like the naivete of Sam saying, yeah, we're going to develop AGI and whoever gets it, yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll have fun using it. It'll be great for humanity. I'm I'm not a uh, uh, what's the guy from Toronto? Um, that's a that's a lot of people. The guy that was uh, is kind of his chicken little and, and, and grandfather of AI. What's his name? <clears throat> oh, um, the, um, the Hinton. Google guy. Hinton. Hinton. Yeah, Jeffrey Hinton. Like. I'm not quite in his camp or Eliezer Yudkowsky, which I follow on Twitter. There's a lot of, 
nobody knows it's going to happen, but I don't, I don't like right. the idea that it's okay. Yeah. So in addition to this, what I want to, what I want to point out is AGI is artificial general intelligence. Once it's achieved profit doesn't happen and the board gets to decide when it's been achieved. Sam oh, recently, nobody can agree on what about, that means. <laughs> so ha Sam has recently talked about super intelligence, right? Mm. And what we talked about last week was AGI is like across the board, but super, but like there are narrow um, intelligences that are already beyond what humans can do, right? Mm. Sure. And the yeah. ability to align those with things that are good for humanity mean right now humans interact with AI and say, yes, that's a good result. That's not a good result. That's, that's R L A H something. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, but that is a problem that they're trying to solve because how do you align uh, an AI that is functioning beyond a human level with uh, what they refer to, um, how do you prevent it from going rogue? And how do you know that it's going rogue, right? Like, I mean, like there's a there's stuff and that is a current, that's a current thing because it can happen before AGI is achieved, right? So the conversation is shifting a little bit. And something I wanna throw into the mix here, I don't know if any of you guys have thought about this, it seems to me that it's not really in Microsoft's best interests for OpenAI to actually come up to create AGI. Like no. if, if at that point it happens and it's supposed to be based on the what OpenAI was set up to do, it's supposed to be given to humanity, as it were, at that point, Microsoft doesn't have any financial advantage. So <laughs> they don't have a product. Whether, whether they may be not wanting to inspire this extra performance or whether they're just trying to rename it. So, you know, super intelligence becomes uh, AGI minus one. So we've got a little bit extra runway that we can make some more money and put it into our product. So anyway, guys, we're, we're just about at it. We're at the 30 minute mark. Do you want to do a TLDR? Does anyone else want to jump in before we I'm not up? sure Andy has had an option opportunity Andy. to like say stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I would just like to say that first of all, whether it's OpenAI or somebody else who achieves this fuzzy threshold called AGI really doesn't matter because it's not something that once having been achieved has a moat around it and then you can protect it and govern it. Right. It's going yeah. to be achieved by multiple parties around the world, bad actors and good actors alike. The real underlying question, and I think what caused this rift at the board level is <clears throat> There are people who say, very, very profound thinkers and, and advanced technologists who say we should take a pause and put in place the governance that will protect us from releasing AGI into the wild without some kind of mechanism that we, we can stop it if it becomes nefarious or, or you know, just help us understand before we get to that threshold and it, and it proliferates, how do we get this in under control, under wraps. And there are government uh, initiatives to try to achieve this kind of governance of, of uh, AI generally. So whether, you know, I, I wanna just separate this, this bigger sort of question of conscience that the, the OpenAI board struggled with uh, and, and, and caused this rift. 
from the reality, which is, I, I think, what we've gotten as a resolution with the OpenAI saga, and that is you can't stop it. You can put in place some measures that can, can help control it and, and point it towards good. But if, if, if OpenAI had not succeeded in getting back into the driver's seat, in effect, on the acceleration of the commercialization of, of AI, somebody else would have done it. We would have turned to Claude or, or whoever to do it. So right. anyway, that, that's my perspective on it. It's really about governance and, and protections uh, you know, so that we don't all end up in a world where there are millions of little AGIs out there doing things we don't want them to do. This parallels the nuclear arms race so much. The story of Oppenheimer it, it parallels it in a in an eerily way. You know, because you're it because everybody did it because they said we better do it because like our competition or our enemies will be doing it, so we better do it. You know, it, it's it's scary. Everything you're saying, you could just substitute AI with nuclear weapons and you're like wow we're, we're having the same conversation just different and uh, we're in world world enders there's, right. a, there's a few comments that we haven't got to i'll just quickly read out so lizzie wiles said uh microsoft uh sorry no where are we she said technology moves so quickly it's Ooh. exciting um it's a perfect hallmark ending and Greg Guadagnoli, I think it is. I forgot your name wrong. I apologize, Greg. Greg said that Microsoft will get a seat on the board. Uh, someone responded, I think it might have been Robert, said Microsoft can't have a seat on the board because of anti-competition. Yeah, and last but not least, yeah, uh, Greg said again, AGI will be available long before the definitions are ascribed to it. Microsoft, I agree with that. I think they're yeah. not going to go out of their way to tell us because how do you actually even measure it? So. Yeah, there's such a, a wide the range of from intelligence. That was the go yeah. see last week's yeah. news show. I talked yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Hey, guys, there's a, another another exciting show done and dusted. Uh, wow, what a week. Not even a week. Boy, that has been – I think I said in my video the other day, it's like the the – the Kardashians and the, the the housewives of San Francisco all combined into one. And it was for tech nerds. It was amazing. So, wow. So um, come back tomorrow. We've got another show on. And uh, otherwise, check us out on all the uh, the various socials. We're on Spotify, YouTube. Obviously, we're on LinkedIn. What else Apple are we on? Podcasts. Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Go there ahead. Go. Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming along. We'll see you tomorrow night. Well, tomorrow, you